Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. J. Will and Zubin. Alan Hod in for Zubin. Double dipping today, fellas. Hanging out with you guys this morning. And then my man Bart Scott and I have our show at noon Eastern. See, you guys going to hang working. out with me in between just like kill some time with me? That's a negative ghost Early. rider. Early, yeah. I love you. No, I will be brunch. going home. <laughs> negative. Not going to be able to help you. You can use it. You can use this one, Key. COVID protocols. Can't hang around this oh, space. Oh, is that what oh, we're going to do? Not that. only that. Yeah, I'll let you use the green room, too. You can use the green room. You're going to let me use the green room. <laughs> you didn't know that I was the president? I do ESPN? He's the CEO of ESPN. <laughs> sports. Yes, sports. Sports. <laughs> only, oh, not, uh, not to be confused with the other ESPN that doesn't yes. cover sports. Yes. Yes. That's I, exactly right. <laughs> I, I just like that. I'm, I like that I'm allowed in the fort today. I appreciate that. So Yes, I am a dummy. Thank, thank you for that. Um, before we get to the college, to the we got a couple of the college basketball. I didn't stars. say anything. You're not messing me up. I'm always awkward like this. We have the Drew Brees news today, and when we think about his retirement and what he meant to the Saints and the city of New Orleans, let's be honest. There's now the next question, of course, which is how do they honor him? Everybody's today gets a statue. The number, yeah. the, the number retirement to me is that's the given. Like you yeah. don't even have to announce it. We already know. Just tell us which game, right? But how do you honor somebody like that who, with the impact that he's had on the franchise, but also on that city and everything that city I would, has been I would through? just – a statue, man. Every, everybody to a degree. Not everybody. So, literally, don't think that I'm saying everybody. Gets their numbers retired when you're great with a franchise. But not everybody gets that statue out front, right? I mean, mm-hmm. like, think That's about special. it. It's something special. So, for him to be – arguably the greatest player in the New Orleans Saints history and brought them their only championship along with other guys that played on the team, but he was the quarterback. Mm-hmm. You just drop that thing right in the middle of the stadium somewhere, right outside, ticket, wherever they go in the ticket gate, whatever Main that entrance. Case. Main entrance, yeah. boom, there's Drew Brees. Whatever his signature drop back move is, you do it. I think he should have a statue. But I'm curious when I – because I've talked to a couple of friends who are down that area uh, over the last couple of days, and I, I just posed this question to you guys, not saying you have to feel a certain way about it or not. Does his comments about kneeling or anything, does that influence your decision about how you think about Drew Brees? Because there is a subset of people out there that it is influenced due to that. I'm not saying that person is me. I think he should have a statue. But I'm curious about how those people feel about that. It doesn't, or it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me because okay. I understand what it is. So I'm I'm over that. I'm I'm You're moved way, on from that. Does it I'm way down the, the train, 15, man. You know, that's the thing to me is this one moment where he says something and then it's just regrets not one it moment. later. It's a pretty big moment, though. No, it's a big. It's, it's a, a big. It's a big moment. moment. I under- it was a big thing. I get I it. I think it was a big thing. I, I get it. I understand the situation 100, percent Jay. But I'm not going to continue to replay that in my mind. I'm over not either. And over and over yeah. again. It's like I know who you. I get it. I get it. 
we, I hear you. I it see doesn't you. take away from everything he's done no. for the franchise and the city. Okay. I hear all that. Oh, like see, I said, I I'm in agreement you. with you guys. I'm just I totally posing see the opposite you. side. Definitely an interesting debate and conversation to have going forward. But let's get back into college basketball as the college basketball season has reached tournament time. And that means the Wendy's Wooden Watch has announced the final ballot. You can go to ESPN.com and search Wooden Watch for the list of the Wooden Award late season top 15 nominees. Mm, buckets. Mm, mm, and two of the Wooden Award late season top 15 nominees going to join us here over the next 15 minutes. Iowa's Luca Garza and Illinois' Ayo Tosunmu. And Tosunmu in, in Illinois is, is, is certainly a great story, but Garza is the best player in college basketball. Uh, he joins us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. And, and Luca, let's just begin there. Does this sort of feel like for you the unfinished business? You know, obviously, I think all the players felt like that without having a tournament last year. But for you, being a senior, um, having that last kind of that final statement for you in that uniform, what does the, the ability to play in the NCAA tournament mean to you personally? It means the world to me, uh, honestly. You know, I think the last memory I have of the tournament with not having one last year was uh, us losing in overtime to Tennessee to go to the Sweet 16. And that's been burned in my head since, you know, leaving that floor. So, uh, you know, it's something that means the world to me. You know, I've worked extremely hard to try to, you know, push this team. And we've all worked so hard to get back to this this moment. Um, so we're very excited about our opportunity. Look, you're going to be National Player of the Year, man. I, I know that uh, from one to another. I'm going to congratulate you early on that. Yes, I will project it. I, I wanted to ask you about how you dealt with something throughout the year. You got your jersey retired, man. Um, you know, most times <laughs> players, like I left college and then came back to get my jersey retired at Duke. But years happened throughout your season. Um, how was that experience ultimately, and how do you feel like you guys are ready for the tournament right now? Well, first of all, thank you. But uh, second of all, you know, it was really, it was surreal. Um, you know, I didn't expect it. It was it happened on senior day too, and I was already kind of an emotional mess on senior day as well. So, you know, it just kind of all hit me at once. And, and I've just been so thankful um, that Coach McCaffrey gave me an opportunity to come here to the University of Iowa. You know, there were a lot of coaches who didn't really see it in me. I uh, didn't think I had the foot speed or the athleticism to be able to compete at this level. And, and he saw it right through that and gave me a chance. And, you know, I've just been really lucky. And blessed to play with some of the guards that I played with because, you know, a big man is nothing without his guards. I hear you, man. Um, you guys in your region in the West, you're the 2C. Gonzaga's the one, so you guys met earlier this year. Um, I'm not putting the cart before the horse. I obviously know there's a lot of games in between those games. But, you know, how do you guys look at your, your region and how are you guys preparing for Indianapolis? You know, I think the way we prepare is just so we're focused on Grand Canyon. We know they're a great team. You know, they won the WAC regular season and postseason, which is very impressive. Um, you know, we, we know they're a dangerous team. And, you know, um, it's happened before. So we're really locked into uh, making sure that we take it one game at a time. And especially as Coach McCaffrey, who's coached as a 13, 14, 15 seed, he understands that mindset. So we know that, you know, our main focus can't be on who we're playing in the Sweet 16, who we're playing in the round of 32. It's got to be just on Grand Canyon right now. And that's what we're locked into. The Big Ten has nine teams in the NCAA tournament. How has that uh, house playing in that conference prepared you guys for the next steps? You know, it's been awesome. You know, truly, as a competitor, you want to play against the best. So it's been a lot of fun. But, you know, when you talk about how good the league is, you know, on both sides during the during the you know Big Ten tournament, the semifinals were a one seed versus a two seed. So that's just the type of level of competition, um, you know, in our, in our league. And that's going to prepare us to play anybody else because we've seen it all. 
you got to take care of business, obviously, in a tournament. But if you win a national championship, you've had a lot of accomplishments in your young career. If you win that national title, where does that rank up with those accomplishments? That would be, you know, the best thing I've ever done in my life. You know, that would be my favorite, um, you know, of everything you can list about me. Um, you know, I'm always a, a guy who wants to win. And, you know, obviously, you know, I, I didn't come back, you know, to school, you know, for the individual accomplishments. I came back to to win as a team and to win in March. So I'm very excited about this opportunity to go out there with my brothers and, and win and win a championship. I got to say, guys, now I've watched Luca play, and, and I've thought this, but now that we see him up close and personal here in the interview, Luca, have you ever heard anyone say to you, you look like Wally Zerbiak? I, yes, I have. <laughs> um, you know, especially, I think the first time really was, you know, when I was in, actually in the tournament my sophomore year, and I checked my phone after the game, and it was like, people are comparing me to different people because of my eyebrows and, and all of this. So. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it. Well, Wally's a friend of mine, so... <laughs> Uh, Wally, Wally was one of those people. I, there were a lot, you know, some people on uh, Sesame Street. You know, there was just a ton of people. So I don't know. <laughs> but with that, with that in mind, um, as Wally had himself a run all those years ago in the NCAA tournament, you're somebody the whole country already knows about. He was somebody that was, you know, became a national phenomenon. You already are, but you're now in your senior year. Your eligibility is up. A lot of players will say, "Well, I'll worry about this when I get there." But I'm just curious because this is my first chance to talk to you. Do you pay attention at all to NBA mock drafts? Do you pay attention to what they're saying about you and the NBA? Someone that has dominated the college game the way you have and not really in a conversation as far as lottery pick or even in the first round, does that stuff bother you? Is that a bit of a chip on your shoulder at all? You know, honestly, you know, I've kind of been used to that my entire career. It's been the same way as I have moved on to every single level. Um, And it was the same thing going to college. People didn't really see me as a high major major guy. Um, So, you know, it's really – um, it's not new for me. I know that, you know, once I get there, I feel like I'm a hard enough worker that I'm going to do whatever it takes to be able to get on the floor and, and, and produce. And, you know, I, I think that's going to be valuable to some team down the road. But, you know, for right now, my main focus is just on winning in college. And, and I think I'll figure the rest out later. But, you know, that's something that, you know, obviously it's going to motivate me, but it's not something that's going to bother me or get in my head. Look, at, do you guys feel like you guys have a chip on your shoulder, that you're underrated, that maybe, you know, People haven't kind of been sleeping on you guys as it relates to going into this tournament? I, I definitely think so. I, I think people, you know, have counted us out you know, at different points in the year. You know, obviously we had a rough stretcher in the middle uh, when we lost one of our starting guards. And, and, and I think ever since then, people have kind of been doubting us. But towards the end of the season, you know, we were the number one defense in the Big Ten. And that's what's been, you know, everybody's problem with us was us on the defensive end. And, and that's what we improved uh, to a very high level. So we're excited to continue to go out there and, and show how much we've improved on the defensive end and, and obviously continue to display why we're, you know, the best offense in the country. Luca, so my my junior year, I laughed. Well, actually, my sophomore year when we won the whole thing, we met with Maryland four times. We met with them two times in the regular season, then ACC championship, and then we met them in the Final Four. If you were to meet Illinois again, <laughs> how would this time be different? I'm just curious because I know that has to be sitting no. in, it has to be sitting in the back of your mind somewhere. Yeah, I mean, you obviously don't like losing, especially when you lose to a rival. So it's something that is, is you know, like I said, burned into all of our heads. So we know, you know, we we know what that team does, and they're, you know, credit to them, they are a tremendous team. And, you know, they the ad, additions they had since last year have helped them so much. You know, you talk about Andre Caparello, Curbelo that comes off the bench, and other guys who, who have just helped them so much that, you know, they're a really dynamic team. And we know 
we know what we have to do to beat them. Um, and, and unfortunately, the two times we got this year, we weren't able to do that. Um, and, and, and we're excited, you know, if we do match up again, we're, we're, we're hoping for that matchup. Luca, we appreciate the time. Good luck to you. Thank you so much. Thank you for the opportunity. All right, that's Wooden Award late-season nominee, although Jay says he's going to win it. Luca Garza, the John R. Wooden Award presented by Wendy's. He is such an interesting story because of the fact that he's he dominated the college game the way he's had over the last two years. An absolute handful in the paint, good footwork on the offensive end. And when I look and see all right, what NBA people think of him, it's 45th, second round. And of all places, of course, you would expect, well, what, what, what type of game would he fit? Spurs. He's a guy that can definitely score in the post, big and strong, great touch, can shoot the three. But the questions, as he even brought it up, is his speed and ability to defend at that level. Yeah, I even think it would be interesting to see how the Spurs make that transition from style of play because I kind of feel like the rest of the NBA has left them behind, yep. to be frank with you. I mean, even DeMar DeRozan leading the league in two-point shot attempts. It's not Although, how's way. it working out for him? Because it's, they're still a, a contender in the West. They still are top five. Yeah, I know, but I, it just – are you putting your right, money, you putting on, your money on the Spurs to, no. to be there at the end of the day? No, that's, okay, a regular so that's, se- that's a good yeah. regular season team that yes. you don't expect to win. And I would also say, if you're a player, do you want to play that style? Exactly. You know, I don't know if you're going to attract anyone. And I, I think one of the things that Luca has to continue to work on is we're in such a ball-dominant screen, like ball-screen-dominant league with the way the NBA is going. So he's going to have to guard a ton of that action. And guards see that. Yep. Guards see laterally how you move. I mean, they do it to Shaq all the time. You see people, I mean, they, they're doing it to Marcus Gasol right now for the Lakers. We talked about this, Key. Whoever Marcus Gasol is guarding, come on out here. Mm-hmm. Come in this ball screen. I'm going to string you out, and you're on one-on-one with a guard. If you can't guard that, you're going to spend a lot of time being on a bench. doesn't mean he can't make a team and can't lose weight and can't actually have those agilities. But, look, he can shoot the ball, and I think that can fit an offensive team. Just defensively, where, do you, where does he fit? Yeah, when you bring him out, from underneath the rim and you have him come out, can he retrace and get back? Like you said, in, in pick situations, is he fast enough foot speed-wise to be able to do that? And then you talk about the offensive end. Yeah, he can pound here and there, but teams are taking threes. Nobody's really, you know, everybody is high-volume shooting in the NBA right now. You see guys in the league, Ennis Canner's one. Ennis Canner can get you a double-double any night. But you pull Everybody him out in the fourth quarter too sometimes. I mean, but you but you got you can't play him late because of exactly what you said. You're gonna switch, you're gonna get caught in a switch, and he's just gonna be on an island. You don't wanna see it. In the NFL, I guess sometimes on the on the line, Chris Canny always told me this, you call the weak link the fish. Or the duck. Or the duck, right? Yeah. And they, they fight over who gets their yeah. opportunities oh, against yeah. them. Yeah. You never wanna be in the NBA on the defensive end, the fish. Because you'll know. You know how you'll know whether you'll be running they'll be running screens until you switch, and then now there you are looking at the other team's best player, thinking to yourself, Help. Right, looking around, waiting for someone to help you out. I mean, it wasn't a ball screen, but when we played against Sacramento Kings, Jason Jason Williams called the same play eleven times straight, <laughs> eleven times straight, and I was on an island. And you start looking at teammates like, "Help, you out there by yourself? Yeah. Stop it!" All right. Well, we move on as we're talking about um, the, the the Big Ten and also March Madness, and, and this is a terrific story. It's Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, Alan Hahn in for Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests on the Goodyear Hotline. Hmm. And now we Ooh, move on. Ayo gets that mob deep. Okay, yes, Alan, does. I see you. Ayo Desunmu from Illinois, I think is – Ayo, and he joins us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. And Ayo, thanks for joining us. I love your story because it resonates, I know, in Chicago, where you're from, with Illinois. But I also think people in New York can relate to this as well because it's a very – Chicago, like New York, very prideful in what they produce, basketball players. 
And yet a lot of players in New York, like we've seen in Chicago, they don't stay home. But you did with Illinois. You did stay home. And you had a chance last year, and then the pandemic took it away to get to the tournament. You're here now, though. How special is this for you? Um, it's a real feeling um, to be in this situation with my teammates, um, with my coaching staff, and um, the fans, you know, my home state, to be here helping them, you know, accomplish something that hasn't been done since 2005. Um, it's an unreal feeling. Io, you wear the black mask, which is a tough look, by the way. I had to ask you, <laughs> yes, man, sir. Are, you, are, you, are you the superhero or are you the villain? Like, who do you feel like you are when you play the game? Um, I would say I feel like more of the, the superhero because our fans, it, it, capacity only been 25%. But, you know, our fan base is crazy, so it, it feels like a home game out there. You know, they're, they're coming deep. Every time, you know, we do something good, I'm hearing our fans cheer, and they're, they're booing the other team. So I think we have an advantage with the with the fan base. So I feel like a superhero. You know, I call him Masked Mamba. Masked Mamba. He, he didn't Ooh, want to like say it. I thought you'd say it, Io, but I'll say it for you. Masked uh, I Mamba. like that. You got to take that one, Io. Masked Mamba. Yeah, Masked Mamba. That's how I like Masked Mamba. So let me ask you a question. You guys won the Big Ten. Win the tournament. Are, are you going to take the mask off? Are you still rocking with the mask? Obviously, you guys are rolling with it. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I have to wear it for the rest of the season because um, I still um, have breakage in my nose. So I have to wear it um, for the rest of the season. Then after the season, I'll, you know, take the next steps to whatever it takes, if it's surgery or anything, to, you know, get that repaired. What was the reaction in the room when y'all learned that you would be the number one seed? Um, I think we pretty much had a good idea when we beat Ohio State the last game of the regular season. We knew we had a, a pretty good idea. And then after we, we went 2-0, we beat Rutgers in Iowa. Uh, we also had a pretty idea that, you know, we could accomplish that. And then after we beat, you know, Ohio State to win a Big Ten title, it was uh, it was crazy. Like, all of it really – I really couldn't so – we, we really couldn't soak it in all at one time because, you know, we just had won the, the Big Ten tournament title – we were celebrating, we were cutting down the nets, and then, you know, the selection show came on. So it was just a great, great feeling. You know, we, we felt great. Uh, you guys have Kofi Cockburn on your team, a sophomore, averaging 19.5 points, nine rebounds, an absolute beast, man. He's seven feet tall. Like, we had Luca Garza yes, on the show recently, and watching them play, I'm like, Kofi makes Luca look small. Um, how, has <laughs> it been, how has it been having him on your squad with the way you guys are utilizing him and seeing his growth? Oh, it's been great. Um, Kofi started playing basketball, I believe, what, maybe four or five years ago. And um, his growth is just off the charts. You know, seeing him really put time into his game, seeing him really turn to a student of the game is really what um, I pride most about his, his work ethic and, and, and his development. So, you know, he's out there. He's always looking for the challenge. I always try to, you know, raise the bar for him. I always try to give him um, more motivation. And um, he just goes out there and exceeds it every time. So, um get some rest, and then we'll get ready for the, you know, the, the, the big dance. You guys boss, def- go ahead. No, I was going to say, boss, man, let me ask you this. How, how has the season been under this COVID situation? Prep, all the different things that you've had to go through. Man, um, it's a very unique situation, definitely. You know, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't. Um, not being able to see your family um, after big games, you know, not being able to go, out, go outside of your room, um, having to wear a mask 24-7, Pretty much just hanging out with, you know, your coaches or your your, your teammates every day. Um, it definitely was some tough days, but uh, I would say it definitely has worked it. 
Um, it was definitely worth it. Our team coming together, bonding together to, you know, sacrificing, you know, everything else but basketball because that's what we love and be able to play this game. So it was a unique situation that we tried to make the best out of. Now that you are in the tournament, now that you're the top seed, you go into the bubble, is it – Is it? I mean, it's, it's probably the first time you're going to feel like it's all basketball all the time right now for you. Like this is, this is pretty much it, and it's, it's six wins to glory for you. When you get to that point, when you know, all right, I'm in there now, I, I, you're, you're there now, right? You're there now, I believe? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah we, we was the ending here. So, so do you almost feel like – I know LeBron always uses this, this thing, you know, zero dark 30 when the playoffs start. Did something – switch for you as you got there as you got into the hotel room and you said to yourself all right here we go business you're not gonna you're not traveling you're not moving you're not going anywhere hopefully for the next six games definitely um it's definitely a, a sense of urgency mentally with myself and uh, with our teammates because now it's wearing to go home um it's no time for you know collapse it's, it's every game has to be played tremendously hard as hard as you can to accomplish our goals so um it feels great, you know, to understand that, to have that um, circumstances. Um, I feel like it's a, it's a great circumstance, and I feel like we have a great chance to go out there and do something special. So, you know, at this time of the season, it's no, it's no time to really be worried about going out or, you know, seeing your family because we put so much work to get here. So now it's all about just focusing in and um, executing. We know how important this is, obviously, to the, to the program, but also to you personally as well. So we're rooting for you. Io, good luck. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Io. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. All right. All right. As we move on, we've heard from Mask Drew Brees. Yeah, like you like that. that nickname, right? I like that a lot. I know. I can't. I thought he was going to say it. Like when, when you were talking about the mask, I thought, you know, villain, superhero. Yeah. I thought for sure he'd mention it. So I had to slip that in. because like it would be on. so hard to play with that on. It looks it. Like, uh, right? Yeah, but it after a while, you just get used to it. I mean, it's like anything, right? Like a brace, anything else, you just get used to it. I mean, right. I guess it just, I don't know, your, your vision, it just – just think about like breaking your away. face in the in the conference tournament and thinking to yourself, like, I've been waiting a whole year after losing last year and we don't get to play in the tournament, and now this happens to me. And so I don't care what you put on my face. I'm playing every game just because I've been waiting for this for, for over a year. And he can go. Him and Trent Frazier, man, they, they are dangerous together. Yeah, that's a nice team, no doubt about it. All right, we've heard from Drew Brees' children. Now we'll hear from the future Hall of Famer. Brees' first comments since retiring is next after Jay has this from Granger. Uh-oh. Is it Jay after, or is it Keyshawn? Key there. After yep, Key has this. After Key has, Key this. has this. Well, that was the producer that screwed this it up for was you. was done so. on purpose. Sabotage. So. Yes, they're trying to get us all out of here. <laughs> for all the ones who get it done, Granger is always there to help. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, 24-7 support, free access to product specialists, and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call one 800 Granger, click Granger.com or just stop by. Breaking news right now. ESPN's Adam Schefter is reporting. 15 years to the day when he signed with the New Orleans Saints, Drew Brees is announcing his retirement. One of the greatest of all time. This is Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. 
From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn J, Zubin, Alan Hunt in for Zubin. And the guys are counting the minutes till I'm out of here. Stop. No, we'll be back. We do that? Come on, man. At we ride show. I, feel, I, feel, I am feeling this, though. I got to admit, I am feeling this. This is kind of – this has been fun. You can play against Key J and Z in the bracket challenges. Over 3.1 million people now have – don't get smoked messing with me. on I'm the brackets. Deadly. I love how last year we, we had some kind of crazy number last year. And after the first day – there was like zero people Never left mind. with a chance to have yeah. a, a perfect bracket. It's, I don't think it's ever happened. Two years ago. Two everyone years ago, everyone two had years a ago. perfect bracket? Oh, you, oh, I know what you meant. Two yeah. years ago, right. Two years La- ago. Last year, everybody had a perfect yeah. bracket because there was no There bracket. was no, yeah. Two yeah. years ago. Wow. That's right. Absolutely. Again, ESPN.com slash bracket. Download the Tournament Challenge app. Search KJZ. Or if you want to take on myself and Bart Scott, that would be Bart and Han. And we'll see you at noon Eastern. I want to remind everybody, Sean Payton is on Greeny at 10.15 Eastern as well. But if you want to hear from yeah, Drew Brees, you can hear from him <laughs> right now as he uh, was on the Today Show and talking about how he knew the end was near. Last few years, you know, I felt like this, this moment was coming. And it just made me so laser focused on staying in the moment mm-hmm. um, each and every day, um, enjoying the moment, enjoying uh, – the preparation, enjoying the grind, enjoying the celebrations with my teammates, um, just knowing that um, at some point uh, I, I will retire and move on to the next chapter. And I want to be able to look back uh, with incredible memories and knowing that I gave it my absolute best. Now, he won the Super wow. Bowl. He was a Super Bowl MVP. They had seven winning seasons and one playoff win prior to his arrival. Nine winning seasons and nine playoff wins, including the Super Bowl with Breeze as, as well. And it was time, yeah. But Jay, like, you you did have that little hesitation, like because because Alan, walking off the field with Tom Brady winning, beating you, just wasn't that. I, I'm I'm happy that Drew gets a chance to end things on his own term, first and foremost. I'm happy for him. 
Now I'm going to speak as a crazy fan. <laughs> I hate seeing Drew Brees go out that way. I hate it. Like, there's just been a ser- – it was the horrific P.I. call that didn't get called. If it's, hey, this team is locked and loaded, ready to win a Super Bowl, you got guys who are Alvin Kamara and company, your roster's loaded, he has the rib injury, he tries to battle back early, comes back from that, they lose to Tom Brady, he didn't play his best game, it was kind of a stinker, honestly, his last game. I just wish that things would have ended on higher terms for him. And I know it's not me as a fan to say what terms should have ended Drew Brees' career. He's his own man. He should end it the way he wants. But as a crazy fan, I would love to have seen Drew Brees with this lineup. And maybe it's Jameis Winston, Key. Maybe Jameis Winston can take this team to where Drew Brees couldn't be. But there's a part of me that wanted to see Drew Brees come back and not have it in that way. Not have it in that way. If I'm a betting man, it's going to be Jameis Winston. And, And much like Jay said, you don't, want to see Drew Brees, first battle Hall of Famer, no question about it. Uh, You don't want to see Drew Brees go out the way that he went out, losing, I think it was, what, four straight years now in the playoffs, not having controversial controversial losses in the past. Not this year, obviously, but still, before that, a couple of times, controversial. Yes, I mean, the the, the duck against the Minnesota Miracle, eyes closed. Then you had the, the, the referee, I don't know, the blind referee was looking dead at it but didn't see it. I mean, it's just like, Those things happen. But what I would say, as a football guy who has been around a million quarterbacks and played with a bunch of them and have played the receiver position, when I assess Drew Brees this year, injuries at times not delivering the football in rhythm and in sync, that the guy behind him this may be a better quarterback moving forward for the New Orleans Saints and Jameis Winston. Like right now. Right yeah, now. I mean, not when you say right, he's better, you're, it's yeah, because you're not talking the, about the body Because of the work. idiots of the world, let me make sure I say it clear. Right now, Jameis Winston may be a better quarterback under the tutelage of Sean Payton than an aging Drew Brees for the New Orleans Saints to move forward. Tell I want to say it mad, clear. Tell them why you're mad. For the idiots out there, because I know how they get. Oh, there's no way. We're not talking 15 years ago. We're talking right. about right now. I'm right. talking about the full body of work. And, and yeah, so yeah. when you look at the 30 interceptions and however many other turnovers he had in Tampa Bay, you have to erase that mm-hmm. because he's now with a quarterback expert, in my opinion, a guy who knows how to get the most out of what he has at quarterback, and that would be Sean Payton, along with all of the playmakers around him. When you look at Jameis Winston now, versus where he was at. He only saw a little bit against the San Francisco 49ers here and there. He made some throws. He just looks, his mechanics look different than they did in Tampa Bay under Bruce Arians and Byron Leftwich. They just do to me. Now, maybe I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, and maybe Jameis Winston loses out to Taysom Hill, but I doubt it. I seriously doubt that he won't be the quarterback of the New Orleans Saints when they kick off in September. So the question is, is like who should fill the shoes? And it's never easy to follow a legend. And that's what Drew Brees is with the Saints. Who should? Who's the best option for the Saints going forward? You Russell believe? Wilson. Well, that, what? Yeah, you're asking no, no, no. the best best I, option. I, I'm not I'm saying, saying Aaron Rodgers. Well, 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 that's well, what I'm, I'm saying. Just, if there's one person that's kind of out there, I'm not saying they have the ability to make it happen. But it, look, we have Shefty on, and I asked Shefty. I'm like, is it actually? feasible to think that Russell Wilson could end up on the Saints and he's like Jay at this point anything he hasn't happen. had the Seattle Seahawks anything come out happen. and say that he's their future quarterback moving forward so anything's possible Any, anything could happen do I think though 
that Russell Wilson is going to be moved to New Orleans? No. But if he had opportunity, he would be the best option, would he not? Yeah, yes, and, but the, and I think that's I. I but that's, that's so why I asked the question because they don't have anything yeah, to see, give them. Key, you're going with what's reality yes, for you I right gotta now. I got to go with reality. Tangible reality is Jameis is there, and he's the guy to go yes. forward. But there is there's a lot of movement with quarterbacks this off season. There's going to be more, at least expected, and so the Saints will have options. You're saying Who he's though? the best option. Who? Who are they going to have that's better? Like, think about it. That's available. Marcus Mariota could be available. Do you like Marcus Mariota more than you like Jameis Winston? No, if because I, Winston's prob- been underneath our, our scheme for probably a year. Not. That's what Reps, I think is yes. in his back pocket. Yes. Is probably that not. He almost had like a gap year or a red shirt year. Yes. To Let learn. me come here and get right, learn the system, and then it's my turn. It's similar to college. Yes. Where he's sort of Mac Jones or, or, or you know, two of these guys that got to wait Jaylen their Hurts. turn. Yeah, Some of the just, guys that got to wait their turn. So when you start to, when you look at this quarterback carousel, so to speak, that we've been screaming and hollering about for the last couple months, there's not a lot of moving pieces that make sense. Right. You're going after backups to become a starter? Like, this, I got the guy. Why? You already got a backup. Yeah, to like, make a what starter. do I need to go get Ryan Fitzpatrick for? Like, I don't need that. I don't want that. I want the guy that I got that's number two that looks like a young version of an Aaron Brooks when he was the quarterback there. That's what he looked like in that uniform. And so when these coaches see that, because they've been there – and Sean Payton was on with us earlier, uh, earlier a couple months ago, and yep. talked about where they were at with Jameis Winston. And right now, according to our Diane Rossini, they are working on an extension, or better yet, a contract for Jameis Winston right now. Mm-hmm. And it may not be a hundred million dollars, but it's something to keep him in the fold. It's something mm-hmm. to keep him there. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. So we asked at. Again. Key JNZ on Twitter. <laughs> Who should replace Drew Brees as the Saints' starting quarterback? We'll give you the results, and we'll discuss what we think out of the results, which is right and which is wrong. That's coming up next, but first, Jay has this from Indeed. As a business owner, guys, trust me on this one. Time is your most valuable resource. That's why Indeed has instant match. Post a sponsored job, and Indeed instantly searches millions of resumes in their database to deliver candidates who best fit your job description. Want to go beyond the resume? Choose from over 135 skills tests to challenge applicants on hard skills like computer proficiency or soft skills like customer service. Indeed delivers four times more hires than other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest. Learn more at Indeed.com slash credit. Hey, it's Greeny, and Monday we begin an enormous week in sports. It's March Madness and the beginning of NFL free agency. Don't miss a minute. It's me, Greeny, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. So what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go visit your parents, hang out with friends and catch a movie? They're all solid options, but what about devoting time to yourself? Maybe taking up a personal hobby you've put off. With everything in your life that you handle, work, picking the kids up from school, running errands, you never really get enough me time. The best way to squeeze that time into your schedule is to first understand your own personal value and then make yourself a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Prioritizing mental health is an important part of my life. Let BetterHelp empower you to be the best version of yourself and guide you along the journey of becoming a better you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Chris Candy from ESPN New York, and the most influential woman in my life is my mom, Reverend Shirley L. Canty. She is responsible for making the best decision that's ever happened in my life. Well, second best decision, which is deciding to play football. I was a junior in high school, and she came home one day, and she got tired of me just coming straight home after school. And she said, you got to get a job or you got to play a sport, but you can't just be home laying on the couch. So I said, you know what? A job sounds like work. Let me go out there and try to play football, and the rest is history. So I got to give a shout-out to Mom for always guiding me, giving me good advice, and helping me make the second most important decision in my life. Thanks, Mom. Love you. Chris Kenny, my good friend. I love how CeCe was like, you know, I love might as well just give football a try. Boom! Yeah. like, what? That's how it happened? And then he grew to 6'8", 300 plus. <laughs> oh, my. Nine feet tall, Won a Super Bowl. pounds. How could he not – well, he wasn't that when he started playing as a kid. He was big, though. His dad's bigger than, big. Right? Yeah. Bigger than the smaller kids that he was bullying. Listen. <laughs> CC was a bully? Listen. <laughs> Man, all D-linemen are bullies. When they good, they all bullies. When they good. That's right. Well, that's, that's the mindset that's you're the supposed mindset. to have. Well, you think, you think Aaron, Donald, Aaron Donald's not tall, but Aaron Donald's, you know. Yeah. Well, he a bully, man. He be dominating them offensive linemen. They scared of him. Mm. Bart Scott, bully. Right? Had to be. Chip on his shoulder when he Linebacker, came in the though. Different. What do you mean different? Yeah, linebacker. Tough as nails. Watching, yeah, him, and key, watching him and Key, though. Yeah, linebacker. When they go I at eat it, him. I love it. Linebackers, <laughs> I, I eat it. them all day long. Did you? Eat, wow. Eat linbacker. you I'm eat linebackers. I'll have the great conversation to open a show today with Bart, then I'll have to go back in the archives and see if we can find a player, too. I'm sure I'm sure I thumped him once or twice somewhere uh, along the lines. He's not here to defend himself. I, hmm. I love it. You know, I ain't going to give you nothing. I know you're not. I know you're not. Come on, man. You it's know, Alan Hahn. I probably caught him. Bam! Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what we did was we asked on Twitter, at KeyJNZ, who should replace Drew Brees as the Saints' starting quarterback? We gave Jameis Winston, Russell Wilson, Taysom Hill, or other. Out of those four choices, which one do you think had the highest percentage? Jameis Winston, Russell Wilson, Taysom Hill, or other? I would think it's going to be Russell Wilson just because his body of work, his oh, body okay. of work is right there. But they can't get him. Right, but I, 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 I know, but it's just, just it's right. hard for Understand, me. Understand. Live that, in our world, Key. You know what me. doesn't exist on Twitter is reason and accountability. Exactly. Okay, those things do not exist in that world. So if we're taking, let's remove both. Okay. And you're going to go with Russell Wilson. <laughs> I'm going to go with Russell Wilson. I was, trying to, I was trying to really gauge your look, but you didn't really give anything away there. Poker, baby. Yeah, it's uh, very, very talented. That's right. Um, I'll go Taysom Hill just for the sake of it. Oh, I like that. You just co- flip the table, yes. why don't you? Well, you're both wrong. 
And key, actually, your guy is the guy, James. Tom James, Brady. The obvious James selection. James did 42%. So there's now, reason on Twitter. I like that, right? Wow. And Russell Wilson at 34%, though, right there at number two. Taysom uh, at 19%. So they, believe it or not, I'm surprised it was that much, 19%. Yeah, $140 million contract. Wow. I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you, <laughs> my eyes tell me watching Jameis Winston in mop-up duty and replacing Drew Brees against the Niners. It just he just looks different to me. He just looks different. That's it. I, I, no one's telling me anything. I just I, I pat myself on the back because I think I know football. Small sample bit. size though. No, I, I just no, I get mechanics yeah. and stuff, no, man. He just looked he just looked like he belonged. Do you think mm-hmm. he might have maybe set a, a, a new sort of standard for some quarterbacks that in their their rookie deals might not have reached potential? You know, we have these guys and we call them busts. Oh, he's a bust. That maybe that now you say, let me get somewhere where they, they know what they're doing with quarterbacks and I'll back up for you. I'll swallow my pride a little yeah, bit. I mean, a number but, one but pick, Alan, swallowing his pride but, but and saying I'm going to be a backup. I mean, Mike, Tanne- of, Mike Tannehill about, to call Drew Brees a bust, right? Well, I, I don't mean, think he – I think what he was he saying, said, he I was think saying what, he, yeah, he said bust, but I think what he was saying, it didn't work out long-term in San Diego because he, he had his moments in San Diego. I wouldn't necessarily call him a bust. But think about what Jameis Winston was working with in Tampa, right? It's just young quarterback, a lot of stuff coming out of Florida State from a negative standpoint. He gets into trouble. A lot of it is on his own doing. He gets into trouble with the Uber situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just dealing with just – he needed a change of scenery – Big time. And he needed to be with a coach who was going to turn him into this quarterback that can manage the game and not create problems, not dropping back, throwing it 50 times a game because he's not there yet. And I think at some point you'll see Sean, who I've been around, who I know, who coached me, get the most out of Jameis. That's why he signed him. That's the, he wouldn't sign him if he didn't think he could work with him. His situation in Tampa wasn't what – you could say about someone like Sam Darnold, which is didn't have the weapons. He certainly he had, weapons had weapons in Tampa. Yeah. yeah. And he, he threw for 5,000 yards and, and 30, 30 touchdowns. touchdowns. But he also threw 30 picks. But here's what yes. I would say about that, being a receiver. Also, Chris Godwin, that was the receiver with him, said half of those interceptions are on the receivers. Wrong routes, drop balls, tip balls. You got to factor that into it. But from a fan's perspective, fans don't look at it that way. When we sit down and we watch film, Allen, we look with the clicker and we go, damn, if I would have gone three more yards and turned around, the ball wouldn't have sailed over my head. But when we see it, all we see is ball overhead interception. Mm-hmm. Or when I run an in cut, instead of drifting uphill if in letting the defensive back undercut me, it's a pick. If I shave it downhill, the defensive back can't get in front of me. He's behind me. We know these things because we made the mistakes. Public doesn't know that. You don't know it. Jay doesn't know it. So the first thing we're looking at television, you go, oh, man, that's a pick. So there's no excuse there, but Sean Payton sees it. Right. Well, and he knows it. That's the most important yes. part is, is what, are, what are the experts seeing? Yes. Because as novices watching the game, we think, what was he looking at? Yeah, exactly. But a coach who knows what the route was supposed to be, perhaps? Exactly think something completely different exactly and there, does seem, there does seem to be a pretty dynamic different strategy between the way bruce arians coaches and sean payton coaches just with things that sean payton will say in the public as opposed to players i mean that stuff kind of factors it's into di- it too. it's a different, it's different. situation what did arians man. say like like i can get anyone to throw 30 well, touchdowns he, he, 30 interceptions he did he won the yeah, super bowl yeah. by doing it he but they figured out how to make tom brady work plus tom brady was already seasoned 
You didn't need to do a whole lot with him. You still got a puppy in Jameis Winston, and you're no, you don't have the time to run it back year mm-hmm. two and three with him. You're like, oh, I can't. They're going to fire me if I keep messing with this dude. Sean Payton, on the other hand, he has time to play around with Jameis Winston, which was last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, speaking of Sean Payton, he is on with Greeny next, 10-15 Eastern, if you're waiting for that, to get his comments on the retirement of Drew Brees. Guys, great show today, This Alan. has been a Thank lot you. of fun. I Evan, let today. me tag in. Evan. Chop it up with you a little bit. There. I'll be back at noon with Bart Scott, noon Eastern. Father. Until Jeez. then, have Jeez. a great day, everybody. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.